Hey, JB here. For the Franks out there who have been with us for a while, thanks for checking out Season 1. Now, you might notice some changes in format, but otherwise, it's the same show you know and love. For new listeners, thank you so much for checking us out. These episodes mark the start of something very special, and we're glad you're here. While we have rebranded to Welcome to Game Corp in Season 2, don't worry, as everything you need to know will be revealed as you go. Thanks for listening, and welcome to Game Corp. Head to Head, a video game podcast, is about three rad dads who say all sorts of mature and immature things, like poop, labia, and shut it. We're a live podcast with narrative elements. And if you have a problem with the games in this particular episode, don't worry. So do we. God damn it, it is freezing out here. What is taking so long? I mean... What are we doing out here? No, no. Actually, why are we doing it? It's 11 p.m. at night, and we're on the side of the highway, and this is how you end up on a milk carton. I don't know. I think this might be part of our mandatory overtime. You know, it kind of sucks that video game journalism isn't even immune to crunch time. Hey, Cowboy, are you okay? Yeah, man. It's it, it's nothing. I, I just I haven't been able to sleep. Been having a lot of night horses. Uh, mares. Fuck. Uh, just bad dreams the last few nights, okay? What's a night horse? You guys, really, you gotta stop it with the horse stuff. It was weeks ago, man. I mean, also, you guys saw the email. We had an urgent request from corporate. They said that everything depends on receiving these games tonight. I think they're the games we're supposed to do for the next episode or something. Mm-hmm. It sounds like one of those do-this-or-you're-fired kind of requests. Okay, yeah, but why like this? Like, why do we have to wait on the side of the road like we're doing a drug deal? I don't know. Maybe the games are high profile? We might be getting an advanced copy of the next AAA game or something and they're afraid of leaks. Uh, Jesus, I hope that's him. Uh, you boys look lost. Uh, get in the van. Oh god, I knew it. This is middle school all over again. What? What? I, I went to prom in a van. Guys, come on. The heat is on full blast. Is this shag carpeting? So nice. Hey man, who are you? No names, remember? Are you from corporate? Nah, man. Florida. Are you here for the... games? Yeah! Whew, finally, man. So what kind of games are we playing? No, 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 man. Not saying it out loud. Ears everywhere. My advice? Don't go talking about them, and don't let anyone see you playing them either. What? Why? Well, you could say these games are... Hot. Allegedly, I mean. I don't play these games anymore. Never have, in fact. Not after the incident. Yeah, I remember. Okay. So you guys like to party? No. No? Yeah? Jesus. Here, just take the baggage. Tell him to send the regular guy next time. You guys are fucking weird. Now get out. Whoa, hey! Wait, 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 man! You didn't even tell us the names! Later, losers! Bye, Pete! What? You know that guy? Who? Skeezy Pete? Yeah, we met him like five minutes ago. How did you forget already? No, I... So what's in the package? Well, let me... let me open it. Ah, it's just a thumb drive. And all it says on it is... UWU. Ooh, wow. A, a what? You? Wow. A, 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 no, a, a, wow. No, 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 no. Like, you, W. Like, you, woo. 
Udubu? No, U-W-U. Oh, wow. No. A woo? Guys, it's... No, it's you. It's you. I think I got it. I'm close. A woo? A woo? It's pretty clear it's you. I mean, come on, dude. A woo? A woo? A woo? Welcome to the sixth episode of Head to Head, a video game podcast, brought to you by GameCorp, the totally not evil video game media conglomerate. Upper management, in their infinite wisdom, has hand-chosen us, a couple of low-level employees with zero experience, to serve as your host for this head-to-head, no-holds-barred matchup between two games to see which will stand triumphant. I'm Cowboy. I'm Jake. And I'm JB, a.k.a. Jesus is the bread. (laughs) (laughs) Yummy. In today's battle, we'll be facing off two contenders for the title of Most Shameful Waifu War Game with Kiss of War versus Azure Lane. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we have another jam-packed episode full of really weird shit, so we might as well just get right to it. Um, I ditched the button. That button wasn't really working. So, it didn't work. Uh-uh. You, gotta, you didn't connect it to anything. Yeah, you, you just had a button, like a somehow. freestanding button. Well, that's what desk. buttons do. You just press the button and it's supposed to work. <laughs> I swear to God, you, you act like this place is imaginary and things will just work because you think they will. Like, Yeah, man. It makes sense. I take offense to that. I had a button. I pressed it. Like, what else are you supposed to do with a button? You pressed it a lot. I pressed it a lot. Yeah. Maybe you pressed it too many times. Maybe we should try one more time. I mean, watch this. I'm going to press the button. I'm going to press it six times. Seven times, y'all. Luckily, I had this giant magnesium-powered switch installed. Oh, great. That you all can mm-hmm. see clearly. Yeah, I see it. Right here. It's, yep, it's right there. Mm-hmm. It's so shiny. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. I like the purple color. And so I like I'm the just... Calvin pissing on a Chevy symbol that you slapped mm-hmm. on there. That's really, that's classy, dude. Uh, it was a nice touch. Yeah. I ran out of those stickers that had like a woman uh, doing the Russian squat as an angel and then the other one was uh, a devil. A devil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I ran out of those. So I had to go with Calvin. You put those on everything. Let me s- just flip the switch and let's let's see what happens. You know, I, I, I didn't even wire it. I had Luke wire it. So who knows what he did to it. It's probably some weird shit. Okay. Here we go. You're going to die. Incoming pod drop from floor 22. Really, no chainsaws or well, anything. Well, shit, it worked, huh? I was really hoping Luke would put on a spectacle. I mean, he's he's good at his job. All right, I'm going long. Toss it to me. <laughs> hey. Shit, I dropped it. <laughs> okay, I'm back. We what even done. is this episode? Okay, I'm going to pop it <laughs> open. Shit, I dropped it. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. <laughs> All right, just pop that top. That was me. All right, <laughs> we got listener questions, and they're brought to you by Slurpo's new Game Blaster Energy Drink. Victory is only one cardiac rest away. All right. Judy asks, Judy from The Void, she asks, if you had to marry the very last video game character that you played, how would that be working out right now? The last game I played was actually a mobile game, but not the ones that we are talking about in this episode. No, there was a new mobile MOBA 
Marvel MOBA MOBA Mobile MOBA. Marvel, That's a tongue twister. Marvel Mobile MOBA. The marvelous MOBA. Mobile the Marvel Mobile MOBA. God, yeah. I hate that. <laughs> and the last character I played was the Hulk. Okay. So you being remember married... the question, right? <laughs> being married to the Hulk. Being married to the Hulk would be. I mean, it really depends Physically on which traumatizing. Hulk. Okay, so it's well established. It's well established that the Hulk really loves the people he loves. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, he's not going to Hulk smash you. No, I just go up to him. I touch his arm. I sing a a lullaby, and he's fine again, right? But also, it could be like Professor Hulk, but that's not the one I played as. But a smart Hulk would be fun to be married to, I think. What the hell is Professor Hulk? You talking about like Professor Hulk? Professor Hulk. Is that a thing? Professor Hulk. Oh, Man. you don't. Stop you're you're it, not big on the, about it. You're not. <laughs> you're not big Let on the Marvel. Let me say it games. again. Professor Hulk. No. <laughs> We're gonna okay, say it until Hulk. you get it. Imagine I mean, half Hulk, half Bruce Banner. Wears glasses. Smart. Doesn't smash things as much. Yeah, it's Bruce Banner and Hulk buddy. Ugh. Okay, you're talking about the better version of that, which is just the Beast from X Men, because. There's no gimmick mm-hmm. there. That's just his character. So yeah, yeah, it's Beast from X Men, yeah. basically. Well, why didn't here, you just say here, that? Because I played the Hulk, not Beast from X Men. <laughs> um, but being married to the Hulk, it would have its ups and downs. Every time he jumps, uh, right? Yeah, Jesus. literally. And <laughs> here's the negative piece of that: when you're dealing with Marvel movies and comic books and superheroes in general, the spouse always dies or is taken for bait. Oh, or yeah. there's some negative thing, or Thanos snaps, yeah. and boom, I'm the one that's gone for some reason. Oh, no. Like, yeah. what's up with that? I, I wouldn't mind just being gone off the face of the planet for like eight years. I, I don't think that's a huge deal to me in general. So <laughs> I'd say it's all good. It's not it, all positive. You're saying there's no like negatives to be married to the Hulk. So what like you're saying is. Getting snapped out as a vacation. <laughs> yeah. You so come back saying rested. Is, you'd be... <laughs> You'd be snapped out for, it was five years, by the way. So you'd be snapped out for five years, and that's mm-hmm. that's your ideal situation? I would have missed 2020. Oh. <laughs> so right. I win? Here, here's the thing, though. The Hulk would also, he's a movie star. You'd be doing all the Marvel movies, so you'd be a neglected spouse. Oh, yep. my God. You'd be home with the kids, and he'd be mm-hmm. out making that money in Indonesia or wherever they film. Assumably I don't know if you know how kids. kids work, but I don't think we could have them. Well, I mean, we're taking a lot of liberties you here, could so adopt. let's just pass that one up. We could adopt. Would I adopt with his line of work? There'd probably be arguments yeah, about it. I feel like sure. Hulk is the type that would want kids. Well, Bruce. You wouldn't even survive the wedding night, so like, we mm-hmm. have to theorize. We couldn't consummate. <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, as long as I kept him happy and not enraged... What would have to happen to make him mad? Like, I, I laugh. Like, he's like, now it's time for you to see me in my true form. And I'm like, teehee, it's so tiny. <laughs> and rawr, 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 rawr. Hulk smash you. <laughs> I mean, that's a direction oh, you could take that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a thing that could happen, I guess. I felt like you said that a little too fondly. Like, this is becoming the road that was never taken for you. I mean, everyone has the one who got away, and mine just happens to be the Hulk. It's the Hulk, yeah. My great green buffalo. He would be. I mean, like, you know, he works on his anger and stuff, and, like, you'd you'd never, like, lose... He'd never lose a fight in your honor. So, like, eh, maybe. Maybe a good husband. 
husband. Really, though, I'd be married to Bruce because I, yeah. I don't give a shit and he doesn't give a shit. We wouldn't be mad at each other. We'd be chilling, playing Xbox. He'd be going curing COVID or something. Yeah. I'd be snapped out of existence. Uh, it's all fine. And you guys worked on your relationship and set your differences aside, knew that he had, you know, responsibilities. I'm proud of you two, actually. You two have really been fictionally in this th- mm-hmm. theory have been making it work, you know? Yeah, in this theory, I feel like we would have gotten married for like his green card. Oh my I think God. he's American, but still, like, this, oh, so you're an immigrant in this? So are you like a? I might be an immigrant. Are you like a yeah. beautiful French garçon, and you met Bruce Banner in a beautiful French cafe, and it was love at first sight? No, I think it was more like remember that uh, there was a movie. I think it was Adam Sandler and Paul Blart Mall Cop, <laughs> and they got married. Do you remember that? Nope. <laughs> You're starting to I sound don't remember. a little bit like... <laughs> I don't remember it's... Adam Sandler and Paul Blart getting married. No. <laughs> maybe it was uh, Maybe it was actually... Uh, who's that guy who's always hanging out with uh, Owen Wilson? Hold on. That, that's a movie, ain't that? Kevin... Kevin... Sorbo? Kevin Hart? That's Hercules. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so Owen Wilson and Hercules. What was their last movie? What? Uh, hold on. No, there was a movie where two guys pretended to be gay and got married in order that was for the one firefighter of them to be able to movie. Save... That, was, that the was the firefighter movie one. with Kevin James and, and Kevin Adam Sandler. Sorbo. Oh, Adam Sandler. Kevin Sorbo. It Sorbet. was Adam Sandler. I'm so smart. I remember. You're movies. right. It was. Oh my god. Yeah. We, we fell back into calling Kevin James Paul Blart. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was Kevin James and it was Adam Sandler and they were firefighters. Uh, something happened. They needed benefits and they faked being gay to get married. Yeah, that's my entire life is that movie is what I'm picturing with the Hulk. With the Hulk for his mm-hmm. green card. Yeah, they'll make a movie and they'll call it Green Card for the Green Man. Because he doesn't have oh, a birth certificate. That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're starting to sound a bit like Terry for some reason. With I your, mean, it would be uh, romantic. I could picture it. I could Hulk picture JB and Hulk, right firefighters in New York, tragedy mm-hmm. happens. Hulk's like, yeah. I know how to help you. You just have to let me fuck you. Nope. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know if that happened in the movie. It had to have, right? Like in front of a judge? <laughs> <laughs> the only way I'll believe it. <laughs> Mr. Paul Blart Malkop and Adam Sandler <laughs> is if you literally bone down in the middle of this courtroom. <laughs> Defense attorney, objection, your honor. On what grounds? It's fucking disgusting. You're just homophobic is what you are. But Hulk's Erection, like, I mean, I'll honor. do it. Hulk's like, I'm, I mean, I, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll be like, hold on, your honor. Before, before we do it, I need to make him mad because it just makes it so much better. <laughs> the stenographer. Which is I the feel, woman. <laughs> I don't want to be on this wild. podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, cowboy. What about you? Yeah. <laughs> Am I allowed to let that one marinate for a little bit? <laughs> Just drag that nope. out. Nah, we don't, <laughs> we don't need to do that. Oh man, I'm crying. <laughs> like my wedding night. Oh. Uh, let's see. All right. So, I think the last thing. Yeah, I did. I did play Cyberpunk. Last thing I played, and I would have to marry. Uh, myself, which is, I mean, I, I play a, a murderous, insane chick, uh, girl, woman, you know, and 
I'm kind of regretting the way I played her now if I'm going to have to marry her. <laughs> oh. oh. Trouble you in paradise, huh? Yeah, you ma- so you have your wife and then, you know, the the initial dating period is, you know, she's cool looking. She wears neat outfits. She's got like yeah, cool piercings and stuff and it, it seems nice. But then you let her drive and she drives on the sidewalk a lot and she hits a lot of people <laughs> with her car. That sounds like a lot of stress. Um, As one does. That's bad. So we would be walking down to like go to a restaurant holding hands and some guys with tattoos over on the side of the road. And she's just like... What, hold on one minute. And she runs over and she begins to gun down uh, gang members in the street uh, for no reason. And then she she steals from their dead bodies. And then she comes mm. and grabs my hand and we go to the restaurant. Um, that's a red flag. <laughs> hmm. You're just There's... like, oh, that's my V. Yeah. And then sometimes she just scales the sides of buildings for no reason. And she just Spider-Mans around the rooftops for hours on end, even though there's tons of quests to do and side quests. And, like, why even have a whole city full of stuff to do when she just Spider-Mans across the rooftops all day? I'm really beginning to question why she even bothers. Why she paid 60 bucks. (laughs) She comes home and you're like, honey. I have like eight things on your list to do On your today. to-do list. We got chores. Yeah, you had to go pick up the groceries. The kids had softball practice. You had to go pick them up. And none of that happened. And I find out from the news, you're <laughs> Spider-Manning across the building <laughs> and gunning down gang members again. I thought we talked about this. <laughs> she, gets, she gets home. Uh, so where you been? Oh, uh, <laughs> driving around the city at high speeds for no good reason? Do, doing 170? Where are we we're going? doing that again, no, huh? N- nowhere? You were just driving? <laughs> we got, <laughs> you know, I don't think this marriage is going to work is my problem. <laughs> <laughs> we had the counseling awesome. quest last week. You you failed to do that? <laughs> failed to complete the counts, the marriage counseling quest. <laughs> It was uh, literally just to show up and watch a cutscene. That's yeah. all you had to do. That's all you, you had to do. You skipped our marriage counseling cutscene. <laughs> show up and not skip the cutscenes. You couldn't even do that. I swear to God, she walks in and I begin to say, "You know, it really hurts me." And she goes, "Skip," and she walked down. <laughs> Did she? And do I know that? it wasn't a misclick because you had to hold down A she for six held seconds. Held down the button. <laughs> she just stared at you and held it down. <laughs> yeah. She was wearing like a horse head while she did it. She looked ridiculous. She walks around nude in the city too, just to see how people react. I mean, this marriage isn't going to last. I'm sorry to hear that, man. I really am. I thought you and V <laughs> were going to be the ones to last. Okay, so <laughs> the last game, uh, the last game that I played, I guess it was Roblox. So I was playing Roblox uh, with my son and his current character is a walking cinnamon toast crunch piece. So it's oh, it's, it's a walking a piece of cinnamon toast crunch with a big top hat. So I guess I'd be married to Mr. Cinnamon Toast Crunch Man. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's so weird. I mean life would be pretty sweet and cinnamony and I'd be mildly <laughs> allergic to him and I mean <laughs> yeah, you are allergic to cinnamon. He's constantly putting his life in danger too, but it's more like natural disasters. I guess I would have to live mm-hmm. on islands that are constantly plagued with acid rain, blizzards, tornadoes, earthquakes, and volcanoes. And, and big spoons. Big spoons. Big spoons. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he also likes to chase people around uh, in the car crushers arena with the crowbar 
and beat their cars up. So, I mean, I don't know. Life would be pretty much the same as it is right now for yeah. me. I think that's pretty much a one-to-one for what my life is, except our insurance yeah, premiums. Difference. Yeah, our insurance premiums will be pretty fucked. But right. I guess you got to take it. You, you take the good with the bad. So our insurance would be 3000 a month, but damn, is he sweet. Was that, wasn't mm-hmm. the cinnamon guy, because they have a mascot who's just like a, a cereal. Cinnamon a little cinnamon has cannibal. A he's a cannibal. And he's a cannibal. I he guess eats? Cinnamon Toast Man would be a cannibal, but I'm not Cinnamon Toast, so that's fine. Is that just like survival of the fittest? Is that like the theme that Cinnamon Toast Crunch pushes? Like, you know, dis- defeat and, and eat your enemies yeah, to survive so, in this cinnamon hellscape? Yeah, so like in? Cinnamon Toast is the Highlander. So, I mean, it's like, the, <laughs> may the strongest piece of Cinnamon Toast Crunch win. May the strongest toast revive. <laughs> you know, I got to say, no offense to your... Uh, hypothetical future husband but cinnamon toast crunch was the inferior toast crunch excuse me french toast crunch was the best you mean the one that's not on shelves anymore because everybody hated it yeah that one yeah see i thought you're gonna go for sleeping i thought you're gonna go for captain crunch because that Mm. that man will cut the roof of your mouth with no hesitation. Oh, my he, God. But he's not even a captain. He's actually like an admiral, he's admiral. or something. Oh, Admiral Crunch. Oh, But it doesn't sound as good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a man who would shiver my timbers. I'm just saying. You don't even yes. know what he Does anybody, can you picture him in your head right now? P- picture mm-hmm. his face. You can do uh, that? Yep. Yep. What you the hell? I can, you can't I can... picture Captain Crunch? Fuck no. I, I, what's his hair? Black? White? I have no idea. He's wearing a big blue would, hat, and he has a white yep. mustache, so I assume his hair mm-hmm. is white. Dude, I would walk his I, plank any day. Oh. I just Mm-mm. picture the Quaker Oats dude as a cartoon. That's yeah. it. My brain, That's fair. My brain reuses a lot of material. Now the Quaker Oats guy, that dude's a fucking perv. I don't, I don't, I don't really, <laughs> I don't really want to... I, don't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Benjamin fuck Button. With, I, I wouldn't fuck with Benjamin Button. Benjamin Button is the mascot of Quaker Oats, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't fuck with Benjamin Button. Is that who it is? Yeah, it is now. Okay, I never saw that movie. So, if What's his the real Quaker name? Oats What's... mascot isn't Benjamin Button, it should be. And we have some letters mm-hmm. to write after the podcast. You're just gonna not fix this, right? You're just going to not tell me who I was thinking of, huh? Mm-mm. No. And, yeah. uh, okay, so... Oh, fuck All right, Judy, <laughs> there's your answers. Uh, up next, Alvin asks, uh, who is your favorite female video game protagonist? I, I, I'll extend that to video game character. Who's your favorite video game protagonist or character? Well, do they have to be the protagonist? No, they Maybe don't have the to be. Antagonist? Nah. Let's, okay. exp- let's expand on that. They don't have to be the protagonist. Favorite video game character? Uh, yeah. Female. Uh, Jake, what's yours? I feel like you might have one. Hands down, my dude, it's Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, I've been wanting to play that game. I, I remember seeing like trailers of it back when it was a PS4 exclusive. And yes. I was like, I want to play that so bad. And I thought about buying a PS4 just for that game. I ended up not doing that. Then it came out on PC, and I just haven't downloaded it yet. You should. I mean, you should. I know I we kind of filled up our schedules quite a bit with all the games we have to play for the podcast. But I know we're we also play our own games on our own time. Uh, they've released a bunch of patches on PC, so now it's great to play. Um, 
I think that game is absolutely incredible. But to focus on Aloy uh, in particular, for a um, a female video game protagonist, uh, yeah, she's one of the best ones that I've uh, experienced and you know had the pleasure to play in a lot. I'm sorry, I'm holding in a burp <clears throat> <laughs> uh, in a long time. Um, she's super headstrong. So I mean, with I'm not going to spoil anything, especially if you guys want to play it. Um, I mean, even as a child, she's smart. She's headstrong. As an adult, she's the person in this post-apocalyptic robot hell that she's basically a sane person in a world full of fucking flat earthers. Like, right. She's got the shit figured out. She's like, yeah, I know the sun, this, uh, or I know that I know the earth is circular. It's an easy equation. Let me fucking write it in the dirt for you. And I'm like, no, I'm a flat earth. Uh, mm-hmm. she's the only one with sane ideas. She's strong. She's fucking smart with her equipment. She fights robot dinosaurs. She's out like trailblazing in this whole world, getting shit done. And, they don't overly sexualize her. She's mm-hmm. uh, she's everything a female protagonist in the video game should be because guys have got that for a long time. I'm not gonna yeah. go into I'm not gonna go into like Gamergate bullshit, but um, it is true that a lot of female protagonists for a while were also sexualized. I mean, look at Tomb Raider. Uh, Tomb right. Raider's badass gets stuff done, but she's also wearing a tank top and booty shorts. Uh, Aloy wasn't that. She looks real. Uh, she looks like a real person, for one. She she wasn't overly beautied up, sexualized, anything. She looks like a real person. Um, and yeah, man, like everything about her character is great. And she's always the smartest person in the room. And that's not even talking about the game. The game is so good. And the main story, the main quest, the story, like the, the lore and everything in the world and how the main story progresses is so fucking good if you love sci-fi. But that's my pick. What's yours, JB? I think I would say GLaDOS. GLaDOS. I know she's I know she's not a protagonist from our perspective. From anybody's perspective but, really, but I mean, yeah. Except hers. I mean, from her perspective, she's the good guy. Sure. That's a great um, one. I think she just has it figured out, you know? She knows who she is. She's not apologizing. Unless it's sarcastically apologizing. Right. You know, she's unapologetically herself. And I think that's, I mean, yeah, she's a robot. Can you say she's a girl? Uh, probably not, but she is. And she's feminine. She is feminine. And and at the same time, she just, she doesn't care about anything. She doesn't care about you. She doesn't care about the world. She's just, yeah. I am who I am. I'm not going to apologize for it. I'm going to do what I think is right and fuck all y'all. And that's a a perspective that I not only identify with, but I can respect regardless of who it's coming from. Even if it's an evil robot hell bent on, you know, murdering the entire human race and destroying the planet or whatever she wants to do. And she's got some of the best lines of all time. Like, you know, just uh, up there with Cave Johnson, uh, as far as like just some of the most hilarious lines I've ever heard. Every, every like... I guess word out of her robot mouth is like hilarious. Every line of the hers, entire series. Every line of hers is gold for sure. Yeah, she is the queen of condescending, like yes, uh, condescending humor, condescending yeah. humor. Yeah, and, and speaking down on somebody. And not yep. to peek behind the curtain, you have to give a lot of credit to like the writers and the voice actress. But if you were to just let that curtain hang, that would all be Glados, and like right. that's amazing. 
you know, and I forget that she's like a a, a major female antagonist of the series because she's just like it doesn't enter your head. She's a robot. She's just evil as hell. She's got so much like charisma with the way she delivers. Mm-hmm. So she like tr- transcends any um any judgment prejudice people could put against her. So I think yeah, I think she's great. I'm going to say from the first Last of Us, even though she's only what fourteen, Ellie. No, she's a badass pick, dude. Yeah. Yes. So I had to think about it for a minute because my mind kept going to grown females. Um, But, I mean, I think she's the greatest, like, one of the greater examples because... I don't know. There's so much like drive in her. There's I'm I'm over thirty and I can relate to Ellie. <laughs> like I'm like right. Yeah, you oh, and me. Sure. You and me, girl. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, she's got tr- and I'm, I'm gonna ignore the second one mainly because I haven't played it and all the controversy and whatnot. Maybe I'll dip a bit into that. I but think let's that just... was a bunch of gamer bullshit. Like it's it's yeah. winning awards. Yeah, uh, well, but I just want to take this answer from the first one alone as a standalone experience. She's got like so much tragedy in, in her thing. She's got so much real emotion. I I love her vo- her voice actress. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm spacing the name, but um, she played the daughter in uh, What Women Want, where Mel Gibson can read women's minds. Oh, isn't she on Critical Role she's on, too? She's on Critical Role. I have a bit of a nerd boy crush on her. I'm I'm gonna tell you right now. Uh Ellie voice actress. What does anybody Ashley Johnson. Ashley it's Ashley Johnson. Johnson. That's it. Mm. I'm gonna tell you a little bit that Ashley Johnson, I have such a I have a crush on her. I do. I have a nerd boy crush on her uh her face and her voice. <laughs> Uh, which is bad because she played Ellie like a 14 year old girl and I'm like oh I love that voice wait stop the stop. voice actress isn't a little girl though I know no, but she is a full on woman but that's problematic <laughs> that's problematic when it's coming out of that, that character and I'm like yes that's fair this is okay just remember full grown woman is doing that voice ignore the images on the screen Um, but even besides her the character is so cool because it's this 14-year-old and she jumps on dudes' backs and stabs them to save your ass. The hero is like neck-stabbing these badass dudes. And then that's not that video game bullshit where they glaze over the like, yeah, your character just killed somebody, but we need to not have them go to a mental asylum for that trauma. So they're right. okay with it. In yeah. fact, everyone's okay. Let's just keep going along the game. Everyone's laughing, telling jokes. No, that shit is harrowing. That shit is like breaks your brain. But for her, it did. Like she's she's messed up. She's a full, well-rounded character. And what if you take the first Last of Us alone and, and look at it in that, like it's, it's the best. She's the best representation so far to me. So that's a, I mean- Sliding past like the whole question itself, I mean, that's a really interesting thought is not a lot of games actually explore the realities of mm-hmm. the violence that they're they're showing. Yeah, that's true. There there have been a few games like there was this uh, war game that I feel like you had to make a decision on whether or not to like allow white phosphorus to be dropped on this Spec town. Spec Ops the line. Yes, that's the one. And you end up going there and you see all these bodies and you're faced with the realities of your decision. And it's like, holy shit, you know? And games, by design, I feel like don't try to tread that line very much. And I think it's important that they called it Spec Ops The Line because they crossed a line that most games don't, 
you know? Yeah, no, nobody wants to because then you, you have to like take a break for a moment and address that. And no, it, I think it'll, it, it breaks 99% of games out there. You don't want Ratchet and Clank shooting an alien and then just be like, oh my God, what did I do? We're murderers mm-hmm. now. Ratchet, what do we do? Like, or, <laughs> you don't speaking, want that to happen in those games. Speaking of our audience head to head, somebody broke down the body count of Nathan Drake and uh, I think they did it for Laura Croft as well. Oh, nice. And hundreds. Yeah. Thousands. You imagine mm-hmm. meeting Nathan Drake and he's like, hey, what's up? I'm Nathan Drake. I'm cool. And you're like, you've murdered a thousand people, Nathan. You're a Nathaniel. war criminal. <laughs> Nathaniel <laughs> Drake. <laughs> Nathaniel Dragon. <laughs> what do you do, Nate Nate Dragon? Oh, you know, I, I'm an archaeologist by trade. I go to small villages and murder the entire population to take a trinket back. Yeah. I imagine. You, you oh. what? You, I imagine you what now? these henchmen watching him during his tearful cutscene where like, I don't know, his his dad representation or his grandfather is in his arms dying. Mm-hmm. You know, in the in that scene, I, I've never played him. So I imagine in some of them, there's a scene where his buddy dies and he holds him. He's like, no, don't leave me. And the henchmen are like, <laughs> I've lost 20 best friends to that motherfucker. <laughs> you orphaned thousands of children. <laughs> orphaned an entire city worth of people you're talking about thousands of families affected man you're worse than a hurricane oh my god that's terrible yeah you're right i i mean that's that's it though like every game breaks down if you really look at what a protagonist does in their games unless the story is written around that very fact unless you address it explicitly Mm -hmm. you can't you just Mm -hmm. can't like all of our favorite Video game protagonists are murderers. How much shit has Mario killed? How right. many poor little Goombas <laughs> and Turtles has Mario just curb stomped into oblivion? Little Literal animals because they got in his way. They're not even <laughs> dangerous. You can jump over them. Yep. You can side straight. Yeah. You, know, you can go around yeah. them. Right? It's the me, the- your worst nightmare. You get nothing for killing them. They should they should have the, a mod to Mario. Like, at the end, you have to wade through a river of the ghosts of all the turtles, like Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Fucking river with all the dudes. Because they addressed it in one of the Metal Gear Solids. They had that yeah, boss. Yeah, Snake Eater. Yep. Snake Eater. Well, do you know which boss was it? The end. God, I love that you're our lore master. <laughs> you know all this. You had to wade through the river, and they were like, hey, you've killed this many people, and you didn't have to. You imagine Mario having to wade through that same river of dead Goombas? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Just they kind of do, but they make it fun. Like, they yeah. show all the different enemy types, and you know you killed them all. Yeah. But, oh, man, I never really thought about it like that. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, if you have to start picking apart any fiction, it begins to break down. But I lied. It's the sorrow. I'm sorry. Oh. The end is the old man in the wheelchair. You are now the oh, lore yeah. apprentice. Yeah, I just demoted myself. <laughs> I had You're the lore bachelor. I had to think about it for a second. Yeah, the sorrow, <laughs> the sorrow is the river. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I think a lot of like new stuff is, is starting to address it. Um, I feel like new fiction is starting to come out where... People are willing to like get into that stuff. I'd like to see it. I think at mm-hmm. least uh, The Last of Us dealt with it. I think a few other games may go into it, like uh, God of War yeah. handled being a dad while also being like a brutal murder. Did it, Jake? You right. played it. I'm playing through it right now, and it's showing, it? it's showing how hard it is to be Kratos and be a dad. 
Yeah, yeah. Right. They're addressing it. I'm yes, like, they that's, are. Yes, that's they the are. new meta. Address everything. Yeah. Like, and don't no suspension of disbelief. I want zero suspension of disbelief. I think it's also a sign of, you know, the gamer gamers growing up, you know? Because like we oh, were yeah. one of the first generations to grow up with readily accessible consoles and games and and we were really the first generation where it was commonplace and accepted to play games. You know, before mm-hmm. that people were like they looked negatively upon it. And even as we were growing up, people looked negatively upon it. But nowadays, it's just like, you know, everything goes. Games are turning into a true art form. Yeah. yeah. And it's being respected on a on a larger scale. So when they're approaching topics like that, they're given more uh, creative license to explore, yeah. you know, these more hard-hitting issues, which is really, really cool. I'm, I'm super glad I'm... I'm alive right now in an era where this stuff can happen. Yeah, they're, oh, they're sure. approaching um, they're approaching reality more. Like uh, mm-hmm. the graphics are approaching reality, uh, the subject matter matter that they handle, all of that. They're just like it's all getting more ingrained in that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Ellie. Ellie is my pick for like my favorite female. It's um, a very good pick. All right, man. Uh, that's it for listener questions. Well, now before we move on, we here at Head to Head, a video game podcast, do not believe ourselves to be the end-all be-all when it comes to passing judgment on video game battles. We are just three guys with a passion for video games and implied violence. So, we'd like to extend the gavel to you, trusty listener, to help weigh in on what we call the audience head-to-head. The audience head-to-head is brought to you by the Medical Industrial Complex. Every life is a treasure, so keeping it should cost an exorbitant amount of money. Ooh, topical. <laughs> Last episode, we asked you, what was the hottest of the hot archaeologists? The votes were almost unanimously for Laura Croft. I think most of these voters still think there is a code to see those polygons in the buff. But spoiler alert, just like your real-life crushes, no amount of backflipping into a pool or locking your butler in a pantry is going to help. <laughs> for this week, Fun. we ask... What spooky game series had the best first entry, Resident Evil 1 or Silent Hill 1? You can respond to this question on social media or reach out directly to head2headpod at gmail.com. That's head, the number two, head, pod at gmail.com. When you think head to head, think number two. Think shit. (laughs) (laughs) When are we going to stop saying that? (laughs) Never, baby. Once it's not shit. Yeah, I don't think it's actually called Resident Evil One. You know, <laughs> well, it's 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 to just really, Class. it's. I mean, it's not Silent Hill One either. It's like those people in that first war. They were like, "What do you mean World War One? Why do you guys keep calling it that?" <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what do you mean One? Back to the we're call gonna it do the this great again. Uh, the great. I mean, war, just yeah. like just like Sonic. Wasn't that won. great? I know. Just like Sonic 1 wasn't Sonic 1, it was Sonic the Hedgehog. That's what the name It's It's one in hindsight. Yeah. It's one in hindsight. But then 2 knows what's going on. Whenever you get a 2, you're like, oh, trilogy. Getting it. Nothing ever ends on 2, does it? Does All it? Valve Only games. disappointment. All Valve games. <laughs> everything Valve has ever done. Well, okay. That's fair. Isn't everything 3? Isn't like that whole rule of 3 things? Everything's a trilogy? Everything should be. I mean, doesn't that uh, doesn't that fall back to like classical theater, first, second, third act? Oh kind of yeah, stuff? yeah. Mm. Or like something with sacred geometry. What? I don't know. There, there's the rule of threes where everything has to tie back to three to like complete itself, and then like doesn't Whoa. pi work itself in three point one four? Like something weird. I could go for pi right now. 
You guys are, are really diminishing my my highbrow. You know, I found out blueberry pie is a thing. Yeah. Dude, blueberry pie is of our favorite pie in the house. It. What are you talking about? Found out it's a thing? Uh, I'm going to destroy yeah, I never you. knew blueberry pie right. even existed. Welcome to Head to Head a Pie Podcast. It. This week, blueberry pie <laughs> versus apple. The art trophy goes to blueberry pie for being blue. And the fun trophy goes to neither because they're both not good. Mm. Is that a fucking doorbell? (laughs) Right? When did we put that in? That is totally, like, unproductive for uh, audio medium. Do all the offices have a doorbell? I don't know. know. I've never heard a doorbell in here. That's weird. Uh, come in. Hello, fellas. Hey, Terry. Whoa! Whoa. (laughs) What are you wearing? It's an officer's uniform. An, an An officer of what? A Hooters? No. It's a cosplay of my new favorite video game character, Linda. I'm throwing a themed potluck for HR. You're welcome to come too if you dress up. Okay. Um, so do we need to be wearing something, like, similar? Uh, I never yuck someone jump, man, but I've just never worn something so lifted and separated? Hmm. Well... You can also wear a boat if you want. Oh, it's for the games we're doing today. Yeah, I get it. Okay, yeah, seems kind of fun, Terry. Uh, We'll let you know. Oh, you decided to do an episode on them. Oh, wonderful. Thanks for grabbing the games, by the way. We wanted to level up before the potluck, and the firewall doesn't let you download mobile games. The only way is to sneak it in an APK. Huh? For for you, what, Jake told us that that came from the higher ups from corporate. Wait, no, I no, no. Yeah, see, look, look, look. The email came from corporate. No, not Terry. Here, let me pull it up. Yeah, see, right there in Outlook, it says sent from corporate dot at gamecorp dot evl. Wait, did you say uh what? Like the flash drive? You you mean wow? What does it mean? Why do we keep seeing it? It's actually pronounced oo-woo, and that's my email. Corporate let HR choose whatever we wanted, so I took the opportunity to bring my art into a new medium. See, the U's are eyes and the W is a mouth. Isn't it endearing? Hold on, man. We stood on the side of the road for an hour and a half in January at night, Terry. Like, what the hell? We, we, we could have been murdered. But worst of all, that means we didn't even get paid overtime. Mm -mm. I can see you're mad. Yeah, I am. I'm gonna go, but see you at the potluck? Fuck no. Fuck yeah. Fuck. Maybe? Well, that was a big pile of bullshit, but now that I have the urge to kill, let's go ahead and get to today's bloody battle. But while I take some time to slash Terry's tires, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Have you ever felt the urge to just start all over at the beginning after grinding your favorite RPG character to max level? Do you wish that same freedom to start over could translate to real life? We sure do. We at Head to Head, a video game podcast, understand the stresses of being at the top in literally all facets of our lives. That's why we are proud users of iQuit's patented new game technology. 
Every time you find yourself bored of achieving all of your goals, simply open the iQuit app and choose from one of their many affordable new game packages. Packages range from the simple and intuitive quick save, where they send in someone infinitely more talented than you to scoop up that promotion you've been eyeing, keeping you right where you want to be, to the thorough corrupted file program, where a trained iQuit representative shows up outside of work, beats the shit out of you, pours beer all over you for good measure, and sees to it that your bosses see you show up to work, inconsolable, and reeking of booze. Right now, H2H AVGP listeners can receive 20% off their first package by using offer code FIREMEDADDY at sign up. iQuit can be found on your favorite app store today. Remember, that's the letter I, Q-U-I-T. iQuit, stopping a better future today. Are you a gamer on the go, but also lonely and a major perv? Well, have we got the showdown for you. These two games bring new meaning to the phrase, no man's land. With a host of sexually liberated women that would be right at home on the battlefield as much as they would on a body pillow you hide when you have company over. All while also somehow costing more money and pride than having a real relationship. That's right, we're talking about mobile waifu games in today's head-to-head showdown. Our first contender in today's matchup is Kiss of War. The mobile hit with 1 million plus downloads is made by the Prevere developer slash sweatshop in Chengdu, China. Tap for fun. This game is a hardcore first-person shooter experience with amazing cinematic scenes and non-stop action. You'll play as a World War II waifu hottie armed with a Thompson submachine gun and the most lax uniform dress code imaginable. This gameplay is hot, intense, and fun. Psych! Not at all. Actually, it's a tappy-tappy, way-to-continue-buy-our-ship-please strategy game that's shady as fuck. Haha, feel misled? Well, that's the point. Now you know what it's like to watch their ads and then download it. But all's fair in waifu love and war, baby. And there ain't no rules in the Jiva convention about this bullshit. Yes, the real hit action in this game includes tapping endless claim reward buttons, a cycle of clearing and filling building queues, and the heart-pounding, pulse-driving gameplay of waiting hours for stuff to build. But... Who cares about gameplay when you got boobs and butts to go with your hospital bombings and overlooked civilian casualties? You'll play simply as the Commander in this generic base-building Clash of Clans knockoff where you're surrounded by a harem of first-class female privates and lieutenants who might as well be calling you Senpai. Yep, in this Bechdel test bombing game, these collectible hotties of war are literal prizes to be won, gained through loot boxes and shop purchases, because just like real war, the most effective strategy is always money. And you're not only limited to the 50-yard male gaze with these ladies, you can completely shit on the chain of command by popping into the officer's lounge to enjoy some relaxing card games and some unwelcome caresses of your female subordinates that still give you some goddamn heart points for some delusional reason. But... I mean, they're already going home with PTSD. Can't be that bad, right? (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm probably getting court-martialed. All right, boys. Kiss of War. Probably my number one game so far of 2021, because I haven't really played anything else since only a couple (laughs) days in. So, Cowboy, let's let's get a hot take. How did you feel playing this game? Great. I loved it. I think yeah. I think they did a lot of no, of course not. Fuck horny. It. Fuck this. <laughs> you felt horny. <laughs> so horny. Ooh, bonk. Go to horny jail. <laughs> I, I, I was in a horny jail for most of this game. No, not even that. The game didn't appeal to me in that way, even though it should have. Um 
Yeah, this game is. Uh, I I liked all the uh, the boobs and butts, and I think sure. there was gameplay somewhere in there. Maybe. Um, no, my hot take is I I fucking hated this game. I hate all games like this. Mm-hmm, I yeah. I hate any of this bullshit. And and not, I'll get to the the bigger obvious bullshit. But I'm gonna talk about like the type of gameplay. This this tap. Tappy tappy on little icons, collect your little money signs. The game tells you to wait for 40 minutes and come back. And, you know, once it gets you addicted, you're like, well, I can just spend like $2 to to skip this 40-minute wait timer. Mm-hmm. And the slippery yep. slope that they try to get you to go down. Like, I, I, I could talk endlessly how I fucking hate these tactics. And they're, they're backed by science and psychology. Like, these people do research on how to right. figure out how to get you addicted to this game so that you will slowly slip into a spiral of spending goddamn money on this. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. What I think is hilarious about these types of games, and you're 100% right, like the psychology behind it is so studied. It's so real. It, like it works, mm-hmm. right? That's how they get those people to spend hundreds, thousands of dollars on their game. But it never really bothered me because I'll just stop playing your game. You know what I mean? You're not the like, target I'll sit audience. Down and I'll... Yeah. Exactly. Which is why I like these games. Well, not these games, but mobile games in general, which have the worst monetization practices of yeah. any type of game, mm-hmm. which I'm really upset that they're, they're seeping into full AAA game titles, yeah. which is something every gamer can relate to. But that's a topic for maybe a, a little bit later. You know, um, yeah. Go ahead. And I blame myself a little bit because when it comes to mobile games, I won't even spend a dollar. And I, I recently I've been starting to realize, like, I mean, I pay I pay 60 bucks for a full game. But if there's a game I kind of like, I'm like, I don't know, it's $5 on the mobile store. That's kind of steep. It's fucking $5. Mm-hmm. This person made something you love and you can't pitch them uh, uh, a number five at Taco Bell. Like, yep. you can't give them that for <laughs> making like a game. It's not even that anymore, would... dude. It's, 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 it's. <laughs> It's it, it's less expensive than a combo at Taco Bell. Your combos, yeah. maybe. <laughs> no, maybe <laughs> combo. Bell if it has talk. a number next to it, hey. if it has a number next to it, that shit is like seven to nine bucks. Whenever you go to Taco Bell, all you got to do is do- say, "Give me the box," and they'll say, "What box?" And you say, "Whatever box is out right now." That and is true. Give it to you. It's a five dollar box. It's five bucks, yeah. and you get a drink. You say with a diet Pepsi because you're watching your figure and they bring you a box and it's got like a chalupa and a burrito and like a Doritos taco or some shit. And you just, it's good. (laughs) And you cram it down your gullet and think about what you just did to your body. You took a right when you were supposed to take a left. You were supposed to go towards (laughs) Taco Bell was not the important part of that. (laughs) Not spending money on games over five bucks. Fair point. Fair point. You you zigged when you should have zagged. Welcome to Head to Head at Taco Bell Podcast. Sponsored by Taco Bell with their delicious The Box. This week, the Chalupa versus the Quesarito. All right, let me tell you about the quesarito right it's now. Gone. No, I stop. I for one. <laughs> you guys fucking mention a single tortilla, I will kill you guys. Stop. Tor- Give me that dang quesadilla. Um, let me no, enjoy I, my chalupa. <laughs> I am part of the Google Rewards, which means every once in a while a notification pops up on my phone and it says hey, answer some questions about you that we can sell to the government and we'll give you like 30 cents for the Google Play Store. And I say, cool. And they'll be like, how much? 
Yeah. Holy. And they'll be like, how much money do you make? And I say this much. And they say, have you seen this YouTube video before? And I say, yeah, probably. And then they go, here's 30 cents. And oh. I do that like eight times. And then a game pops up because I'm I like mobile gaming. I do because it, it means I get to spend time with my family and game, mm-hmm. which is oh, a fun no. time. So then I'm like, oh, nine dollars for these heart points and i have 15 dollars of google play credit yeah i can buy that no problem and it's free money the developer gets the money because i'm playing their game enough to want to pay for stuff and i don't have to pay anything because it's money that i sold my information for like a Mm -hmm. spy and i feel like a spy and that makes the gaming (laughs) even better sounds like justification if i've ever heard of it Mm -hmm. think we found the whale Mm-hmm. Yeah, but beats. I did not spend money on this game. I'll tell you that right now. Even fake money that didn't exist. Okay, well, he- here's something. Yeah. I okay, these games. I don't like these games, but I did want to go into them. <laughs> like I wanted to go into them with uh, an objective opinion. I wanted to do my due diligence. I thought of myself as like a reporter. I'm gonna go in there. Mm, right. I'm gonna get the scoop, no matter how mm-hmm. good or bad it is. And I did spend a little money. Uh, uh-huh. I wanted to see what money got you and how far it got you and how far it dried up. Okay. Now, cool. Yeah. All right. So what did it do? What did okay. it do? Well, here, check it out. Check it out. So in Kiss of War, I bought, what did I buy? One or two little starter packages. The first one was, uh, it was like a little upgrade kit for my main waifu, Linda. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yep, Linda. Yeah. It oh, was yeah, yeah. A, it was it was a few dollars, and it came with an outfit that dressed her up vaguely like Tomb Raider. And, yeah, I saw oh, that. Yeah, and that outfit actually comes with a perk. It speeds up all production by 30 minutes. So as soon as I put that on her, I immediately was able to upgrade my everything uh, as far as time. Not, not, uh, not resources, but as far as time, I was able to instantly upgrade everything to level four. I didn't have to wait for shit. Yeah. And... For a minute, I was like, fuck yeah, only a few bucks got me this far. Hooray. I was blasting through my perks, my elite tickets to unlock and catch them all, catch more waifus. Uh, Yeah, after it really felt like I was progressing quick and I was like, fuck yeah, king of the world. I'm doing good in this game. This game is super easy. (laughs) That shit ran dry like the Sahara and (laughs) I was left with nothing. And then the game was like, hey, how about a few more dollars, babe boy? You want to spend, <laughs> yeah. spend a few more dollars for a few more resources to get that feeling back? And it clicked right there for me. I was like, this is, this is, it's like everything. The the only other game that I played like this was Clash of Clans. Because when Clash right. of Clans came, came out, I mean, it wasn't a new concept, but it was still kind of fresh, this style of gameplay. And, uh. I mean, everybody I knew that they were playing it, and I spent some money on that too to try to keep up. And I realized, no, no, you cannot keep up with your peers or anybody around you unless you keep spending money. And it mm-hmm. gates so many things. Uh, it, it gates so many things uh, from uh, lower level players. I guess there's so many events that it teases you with, but you're like, uh, 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 you can't compete unless your HQ is this high or your power yep. level is mm-hmm. this high. But you can get there by spending fifteen dollars, right? It's See, it's toxic, and it and, and it it preys on your risk reward system. Yep. Uh, yes. 
Because a dollar at a time, that's low risk, high reward until it dries up. It's the same thing with gambling addicts. It ties yep. into the exact same, I don't know, endocrine system <laughs> that, that hooks yeah. Yeah. that hooks gambling addicts. And it's so it, predatory. Yep. It is. It goes from the, hey, it's just a dollar. Who cares about a dollar? Your morning coffee costs three dollars, uh-huh. regardless of if you're using Keurig or going to Starbucks anyway. So- Hey, whatever, you're enjoying this game, buy it. But then it quickly turns into a, hey, you've already spent $15 on this game. What's another five? Yep. And you get into this sort of sunk cost fallacy that ends up with, you know, news articles with people going, this this person spent $15,000 last month on mobile games. And it's, it's, the whale. it's sad. Yeah. It's the it's the people who are so susceptible to that that once they get hooked in, they the the physiology will not let them. They have to keep sinking money. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. once they get to the top, when they get to the top, and that's their thing. That's what they're about. I mean, I uh, see, and I battle with this because I'm like, okay, this game was free. Am I a am I a cheap bastard that I am not? I'm willing to like steal this game and not give them like a dollar or two for a, a skin set. Like, I question right. myself even. But then, like, I got to tell you, my bum hole is watertight. I am so frugal with money. <laughs> you like, really are, dude. Mm-hmm. You're super frugal. I, yeah. I have I have Rocket League. Rocket League, I paid the 20 bucks for it. I have, uh, again, over 2,000 hours in it. I have, like, enough that I could qualify to uh, fly planes if I had put my time into that. But I digress. <laughs> I fly cars instead. It's, it's great. Um, I have spent $1 on DLC, I don't buy the Battle Pass, which is called like the Rocket League Pass. I don't buy uh, loot crates. I don't buy skins. I paid $1 for a car that I liked, and I just used that car forever. Mm-hmm. And then I start thinking, what the fuck were arcades back in the day? Right. Why oh, are we absolutely. so hard on these games when you used to fucking sink quarter after quarter into arcades? Like, what kind of hypocr... Is it hypocritical? Kind of. That is, I think that's an right. entirely different topic. But yeah, uh, the the origin of gaming and arcade gaming is based exactly on that. Uh, it's based on getting as much money as possible from people mm-hmm. yeah. with with the lowest amount of gameplay. Um, I'd, I'd rather talk about that than this fucking game. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like but the no. arcade was the original microtransaction. It really, that's yeah. that's so smart. But it also led to a different. Um, kind of culture because when people went to arcades you saw that one person that would have like you know a small stack of quarters but they would play all day because they were that good they were that good right but they were getting all the high scores they were doing whatever they needed to then you had these other people who would pay all this money to have the same experience and i think well actually now that i think about it that's representative of the mobile game market because you have the people who pay Fifty dollars to get this character, uh-huh. but then you have the other people who are just good enough to unlock it through the in-game method, which is but, usually a monumental task, right? But uh-huh. the resolution that I reached is back then. It wasn't, it wasn't pay to win or pay to be better than other people. It was pay to keep playing. You were basically keep, buying right. the game as a layaway or as mm-hmm. a, in installments because your quarter was just as good as the other person's quarter. You know, you played alongside them. You were equals. You were even for that brief moment in time that your quarter got you. But, you know, there were no whales in the arcade. There were just people who got to play longer. But in this game, you sink in that money, you exponentially grow compared to people. Mm-hmm. That's the yep. difference. That's why I don't feel bad anymore. Yeah, pay to play versus pay to win. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. So 
I mean, to transition back to the game, though, I mean, because this has a lot to do with the game, but let's let's talk specific to Kiss of War, which had more than a Kiss of War. It's 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 all about wartime. It's all about uh, like a war strategy game. So uh, let's talk about fun. JB, is it fun? Kind of. I mean, I, I don't think this game got really anything right, which is a, a hard thing to say, but I mean, it was good enough on a lot of different places, but it never really excelled anywhere. So mm-hmm. when you're looking at the actual gameplay mechanics, right? So you raise your armies, you go out and attack people, you have bases, you have guilds, you attack other guilds. Great. It did all of it. Okay. Like yeah, it was mm-hmm. just fine. It was satisfactory. Um, it was then content. You have the, yes, it was content that was playable. Yeah. And it was fine. It, it held your attention. And fair. then you had the other side of things where it was like, ooh, the girls. Ooh, look at this British girl with big boobs. Um, and Riven was my first character because the accent. But okay. anyway. Um, I like Linda, the main girl. I liked her French accent and I thought she did good. I don't really like the French accent. No mm-hmm. offense to any... French no to the women French. or French Canadians who are listening to this. Um, I'm sure it. your accent is fine. I picked Linda for the accent too. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Mm. I've just always been a Brit file. Uh, that's just my my life. Tons of offense to the Brit accent. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, um, I always thought actually I would marry a British woman, but this is neither here nor there. So the <laughs> the point. Love your segues. <laughs> <laughs> so the point of this. Is even when I was in the officer's lounge and talking up uh, Riven and hanging out with her and playing three-card Monty for some reason, yeah. <laughs> it didn't even boys. do that well. I'm like, I'm like, okay, so this is a horn dog game. Let me be a horn dog for a bit. Let me, let me caress you. Let me touch you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, stop it. And I'm like, that's not what I wanted. That's not enjoyable to anybody. Like, that's not enjoyable to you or me. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, let's play some three-card Monty. And they're like, you unlocked hand touch. Mm-hmm. And, can I- and I'm like, okay. And then eventually I unlocked head touch. And I'm like, that's <laughs> dumb. Who touches heads? And then it's like, you unlocked body touch. And I'm like, the whole body? And I touch all the parts of the body and it's the same. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, how are you saying the same thing when I touch your upper back? To when I touch your lower back. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the same. There's no, there's no, they didn't do that well either. Yeah, there's games that, that have those that, that do them well. But here's the weird subconscious thing it did. When you touch, like, when you have unlocked only the arm, you touch the arm, she's like, ooh, you're, you're touching my arm and it's accepted because you've unlocked it. But when you touch the parts that aren't unlocked, you get half points. And what kind of weird subconscious thing? And the words come across and she says never touch me like that again plus 75 mm-hmm. yeah like don't worry break her down keep keep yeah pushing those bizarre. boundaries because you'll yep. you'll get her on your side like fuck off really you don't give points for an unwelcome like not, not to get on yeah. any soapbox but man is that just wrong in gameplay standards like that encourages me just to click anywhere it doesn't matter i'll get her eventually mm-hmm. and even the real life psychology like fuck that dude yeah, and from a game design perspective, right. like, do you think that is the right way to do things, or is there a, a better way from your experience? That's so weird to me. <laughs> I didn't get that <laughs> at all. And then the, just what a poker? They called it poker, but it was three card Monty. Uh huh. And like, it's weird that they called it poker. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, 
And it wasn't even three card Monty, like find the black queen. It was like find the Joker. Find the Joker, which was which, weird. Which is another one of the waifus you could collect. The girl uh, in the black dress. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. It's, I mean, I get that the game is supposed to be a tease, but like even that's the, I can't even imagine how frustrated the dudes that got this game for mm-hmm. that purpose are. Like I, I, I'm, I'm a little bit disgusted by them, but like hats off to you, man, for sticking it out. Yeah. They didn't. Here's the funny thing. They didn't even have a way to buy relationship items that you could sell to gain relationship. Because I feel like if you were trying to take horn dogs and take all the money they have, like be like, oh, because I don't know how far you got with the relationships, but I got to relationship level four. I got the five. Which is head touch 22. two or something like that. Um, I got right below the maximum. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I wonder what body touch two is. But there was no way to buy like those harmonicas or whatever for some reason that you could give to women to make them like you more. Mm-hmm. So are you talking never... about in real life? Is that a thing? <laughs> no, 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 in no, the no. game. <laughs> there's there's items. So there's items for literally everything, and there's also gift items that up the heart points. And it's not mm-hmm. nearly as enough as playing the card games or anything like that. Right. But you earn them for when you go into the global map and you attack invaders or things like that. Sometimes you get uh, items like harmonicas or some bullshit. Uh, to yeah. translate over to magazines, the, yeah, to translate over well, to the officers' lounge. You make a really good point. If they wanted to really cash in, they should be selling relationship items for money. Mm-hmm. I would have spent my Google Play points on relationship items just to see what Body Touch Number Two did. Check it out. What did it I, do, I could, Jake? I can tell you. So I, I, I grinded like every day that we played. So we gave ourselves two weeks to play these games, and um, from day one, every day. Whenever you jump into the game, after 24 hours, your pokers, uh, three-card Monty plays, refresh, and you get to do more of those the yeah. higher level your HQ is. Um, so it was yesterday. I got to level five with uh, Linda, and the responses are the same exact thing as level mm-hmm. four. There, there's no difference. No. Absolutely no difference. I was so disappointed. I was like, you stupid piece of shit, Gabe. You're making me objectify this woman. Poke, poke, poke. It's still the same fucking thing. I spent all this time. <laughs> yeah, wow. it fucking sucks. There's no difference. Wow. See, you got to give it up. Give it up to skeezy dating sims because at least they... I mean, here's the weird thing. They do it right at least. Like, I'm... <laughs> I don't know if this is if I'm admitting something, but I've played them and uh, mm-hmm. they make you remember things about the women, which to yep. me was like interesting. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, OK, that makes. But yeah, I their mean, birthday, their eye color, yeah. their hair color. Their name. Their name is Jesus. But Jesus, <laughs> I think, who wants to remember a name? Well, let me tell you how I got my wife is harmonicas, endless amounts of harmonicas. And I kept making her play uh, card games with me. And once her meter was full, then we got married. Like, mm-hmm. so this game really makes sense to me. But <laughs> it is pretty realistic in that regard. Yeah. It, yeah. And you, you just kept you just kept slapping her butt and poking her in the eye until she married you. I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> Jesus. I had a point and I fucking forgot. No points here. <laughs> Going off the rails, boys. Follow me. <laughs> But yeah, I I think dating sims at least like do a few things that this doesn't because, well, one, they deliver. So like if you're going to offer it, just fucking complete it, you know, Mm -hmm. and that shit's on the Steam store. Like why this half measure? Why embarrass yourself in public? Because like some kid peered over your shoulder is like, mommy, what's that? It's like, shut up, kids. Don't look. (laughs) 
It's because Google and Apple want to be seen as family friendly. That's why. Yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't figure any game would take it too far. But they do have dumbass yeah. games like Game of Lust. I saw that big Santa Claus. What was he doing? Combining women to make a superwoman? Like, what? <laughs> look up Game of Lust. I saw an ad for it, and it's it's the biggest pile of shit I've ever seen in my life. Uh, That's amazing. Okay, but uh, I I do want to clarify oh, yeah, something yeah. real quick. I I don't think our stance here tonight is to say that things like uh like the visual novels, the dating sims, mm-hmm. things like that, if they are with adult women. And they're realistic and it's not just you slapping their titties around and objectifying them. And it's actually like real relationship stuff and all that. I don't think any of us see anything wrong with that. Like, I I don't think there's there's a ton of games like that that I don't think we see anything wrong with. I don't think we see anything wrong with sexy female characters. Mm -hmm. Um, I think sexy male characters, sexy male characters, sexy furry characters, sexy any characters. We don't find anything. (laughs) We're not being prude. Uh, we yeah, don't right. we don't see anything wrong with even sex in games like sexy characters anything like that. What we find wrong is if, from a from a from a humanity like a humanitarian standpoint, I guess <laughs> we find the objectifying of women and treating them as objects, things like that. We think we think that's wrong. I think all three yeah. of us feel strongly that that's some weird shit and it's wrong and it should not be in video games. Well, it's um, it's also kind of boring. Like it's it's yeah. humans are more complex than that, and like you 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 like the dynamics of it, but when you boil them down to that shit, it's it's in addition, boring. Like yeah, yeah. It's it's very much like the easy way out. It kind is. of it's cheap. Like we want people to take yes, exactly. It's it's cheap. It's almost expected, but mm-hmm. it's expected in the way that it's cliche. Like, it's just not fun for anybody involved. I'm sure the people who are creating the game don't enjoy it. The people producing the game don't enjoy it. Well, they enjoy, they enjoy the, money. the money. They enjoy. <laughs> yeah. they enjoy uh, they're, they're bringing in the fat way, stacks, I'm sure. Fat stacks all day. Gamers don't enjoy it. Well, some gamers do, but not the gamers that we would call gamers. You know, the majority <laughs> of gamers don't enjoy you, it. Yeah, yeah. You need to have higher standards for your low standards games. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yes, we all have guilty pleasures, but don't make it this one. Yeah. Not this one, no. J- Jake likes to, as a joke, buy me those kind of games on Steam. Yeah. <laughs> he gifts them to me, and they cost money. They cost amounts of money, and I am feeling obligated to play them. I'll find, cheeky, ha- <laughs> I'll find cheeky porn games for a couple bucks on Steam and gift them to Cowboy. <laughs> And then he makes me play him, and I have to tell him how they were because, or else I am inconsiderate. And what, and then did you it, get that it, gift I got you. Yeah. And then he's like, "Hey, stream it so I can see you." <laughs> no, stop. I make sure but you open it. Yeah. Make sure you're playing it. God damn. And then the worst part is it's in your Steam library, and I'm like, man, that was that game was garbage. That's so embarrassing. Played forty eight hours on Steam. Steam. <laughs> Torque has 2,900 uh, hours in Lusty Lust Brides 4. Yeah. <laughs> the Argonian Maid. <laughs> yeah. The Argonian Maid. What was the one? You you got me Sexual Void. Which it is was the, Sexual Void. That's the darkest <laughs> name ever. Isn't it? For this weird little like gallery game. It's what, that game was would, weird as shit. <laughs> none of the game was described by either of those words. I, I want to... I mean, sexual technically, but like not well enough to yeah. warrant that name. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about it. No, <laughs> it's embarrassing. <laughs> if Never you look play it, up, it, 
Don't You'll be like, up. that's why he didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have talked about it. Yeah. There's one more thing that I wanted to touch on Kiss of War, and that was yeah. it's like, <laughs> it's flagrant misadvertising. It's oh my total, mm, total abuse mm-hmm. of misadvertising. Like, I don't know how they got to keep the game in the Play Store. It's so, right. I know. It's so bad. Like, and we're not talking like, here's a tech demo you can find on YouTube. It's advertised as legitimate gameplay. No, can I t- can I tell you why I yeah. found it? Because I did my research because I was pissed off by this shit. So I'm like, why are they allowed? I did my research, went to the website, went through, and they have a disclaimer that the segments shown in the ads, the previews, are still in development. For the last mm. however many years, the first per- person segments are still in development. And they can technically use them Jesus. because they're going to one day, wink, wink, be part of the game. Jesus. That's Come on. It's That's bullshit. such bullshit. That's so BS because they just copied and pasted another game and then added boobs. Yeah. So That's all they did. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, okay. I know Let me, the, I, I'm going to rant. I'm going to rant for just a second here. Get it. Bear with me. Get it. I, me and my wife were like, let's get another bed because our bed is not good enough, I guess. So we... <laughs> thought about this for a long time and we said let's get a sleep number you know the one that has the you know the two different sides can raise and lower and Mm -hmm. your legs can go up and you get the numbers and you can make it stiff and firm and great and we looked at all this reviews and it's like 15 years no if this was sponsored they would drop me hot because i'm about to go off okay (laughs) so we decided let's go on this website sleepnumber.com they have this thing 90 day no holds barred free trial, <laughs> right? Like no problems, no issues. Don't worry about a thing. Just get it for 90 days. If you don't like it, send it back. It's fine. No problems. Yeah. And we like, okay, cool. So let's try it. If it's not great, we'll send it back after 90 days. So right. we order it. We look at this picture. This picture has this very nice bed frame, this very nice mattress, headboard, the whole nine yards. And we're like, cool. So we order it. Turns out the picture is not what you get. The picture on the thing you order, you choose your options and it says, here's your picture. It changes as you choose things. Okay. And we pick it and it's not what we get. So the guys come and they're like, here's your stuff. And they give us like this basic bed frame with no headboard, nothing, and a mattress. And they hook up a machine and it does the thing. And I'm like, shit, okay. Oh. So I, I talked to the wife and I'm like, is this cool? And she's like, no, this is not cool. What's going on? So we call them and they're like, yeah. So the thing is, if you return this, you can only return the mattress. You can't return the whole set. That's bullshit. <laughs> so the 90 day thing is bullshit. So we're like, okay, hold on. So I call in and I'm like, yo, what the fuck? And they're like, well, Go on to the website. So I go onto the website and they're like, now click on the thing you ordered. And I click on the thing I ordered. And they're like, scroll down three quarters of oh, the way down the page. They made you. That's, so I scroll that's down fucked up. and they're like, now click frequently asked questions. Mm. And I click frequently asked questions. Now they say, scroll down three quarters down the way. So I scroll come down here, bitch boy. three Crawl quarters down the way. And <laughs> come, they're like, look at this. the 90 day free <laughs> trial, blah, blah, blah. And also the headboard shit. So I click that and they're like, hey, what the fuck? And the answer is, yeah, too bad. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, this is the this is the answer? And they're like, yeah, we get calls on this quite a bit. And oh, I'm like, if this is a frequently mind. asked yeah. question, 
this is my answer. I was like, if this is a frequently asked question and you get calls on this all the time, why is this not the first fucking thing you see on the page when you order? And the lady, very nice, was like, yeah, I agree with you. And I'm like, this is bullshit. And she's like, yeah, I agree with you. I'm like, cool. So I have no options here other than to keep it or to give back the mattress for $500 when the entire thing was $4,000. Oh, my God. Like, I'm not talking like a cheap little thing. Like, this was a huge purchase. And there's no option to give it back because it's like if you give it back, you don't even get the thing you bought, which was the whole point was the sleep number. Anyway, that's I digress. So that's, that's fucking tragic. Hey, sleep that's number. That's the game, right? Head to head of video game podcast. Official stance on sleep number mattresses is go fuck yourself. Don't buy them. Yeah. If you are listening and thinking about a sleep number mattress, <laughs> don't buy them. What's the opposite of a sponsorship? <laughs> An anti-ship. I anti-ship this shit. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by sleep number being shit. <laughs> okay, so you know the, uh, the trolley experiment. Today. If there was sleep number on one side of the track uh-huh. and like Hitler on the other side, okay, I'd probably choose Hitler, but if there was a way to make both happen, I'd do both. You'd roll What's... Hitler onto the sleep number and just choo-choo? Yeah, yeah. I'd say, <laughs> wait a minute, can we do a U-turn? I mean, That's what I would do. It would also have to be in the past because if, if you kill Hitler now- it <laughs> If you just... had a magic trolley with bloodlust for mattresses and Hitler- Yep. <laughs> if I had that, then this would be fine. My favorite part of the story is when they walked you to the basically the uh, to the stocks and is like, "Here, mm-hmm. come, come, come here. Look at this. I want to show you something. <laughs> <laughs> Rub your face in it." They couldn't have just mm-hmm. said, "Hey, here's how it works." Like, follow oh. me, bitch. <laughs> and I went to the Better Business Bureau website because I was heated. heated, and I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna see what." reports they have and it was overwhelmingly positive but there was somebody who had the same issue i had right Mm, and the thing was hey it's false advertising they show a picture of one thing their fax says this other thing and the better business bureau said after a full and comprehensive review we have found that the uh sleep number company has done what they need to do to it to like loophole they loophole this shit hard yeah. That's brutal. Yeah. That's, it's brutal. Yeah. You know the Better Business Bureau is bullshit too, right? Uh, you could pay yeah, for the rating The BBB is bullshit. Yeah. BBB is B. Fuck the B. Yeah, fuck the BBB <laughs> BBB also. is but BS. to bring it back to games, and nah. that is, no, that is all germane to- <laughs> The next, all... the next hour of this podcast is about <laughs> shitting on it. We're getting revenge. Welcome this is to the sleep numbers. This is Welcome head to head a mattress podcast. Oh. <laughs> a mattress hate podcast. <laughs> Uh, it's all germane to the conversation for sure because Kiss of War did the exact same thing. It did. When, mm-hmm. all right, I mean, we're mad enough. I'm going to, here it comes. Here it comes. When we were choosing these games, uh, yeah. the first thing that we saw was uh, that gameplay for Kiss of War. And we're like, cool, let's right. do it. And we locked it in. And that's what we thought we were going to be playing some cool third person cover shooter with jiggly boobed snipers. Yes. Um, I'm going to shoot this dude from eight meters out. I'm going to, well, 80 meters out. short. (laughs) (laughs) With a sniper rifle. And my booty's going to jiggle. It's fun for all ages. So we're like, we're like, hee hee, that's funny. Let's do that. And then 
uh, for Azure Lane, we saw 3D um, play as well, which actually there is a game called Azure Lane Crosswave on the PS4 that costs a fuck ton of money and it has three yeah. it has 3D gameplay. I know nothing about it aside from that. We saw those. Those are the games we thought we were picking. We got into it. It was too late. This is where we're at. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, Kiss All War did that. And it's... What? <laughs> All is fair in waifu love and war. Uh, <laughs> Got to give him my tagline. Yeah, I'm kind of heated now too after that uh, after that uh, story and uh, relaying it to Kiss of War. I lost my train of thought. So it's the same shit. It is the, the exact same, same shit. shit. Mm-hmm. So that's what they do. This is what terrible companies do. They bring you in with thoughts of boobies and jiggling butts and. Me having a stiff mattress while my oh, wife has a firm one. I'm glad you said Wait, a soft one. You said mattress. <laughs> I really <laughs> thought you were going the other way on that. And I having a stiff sleeping experience. <laughs> and yet and yet they don't. They don't provide that. They don't provide what they say. It's false advertising. They're okay with what they do, but they try to be something different to sell more. And that's mm-hmm. it's just despicable. And not like despicable me with like the, ooh, I'm a little minion. No. <laughs> right. No, it's not cute. Actually despicable. <laughs> Actually despicable. despicable. Did, you, did you do that trick where you, you cut open the mattress and then duke right down the middle of it and then sew it back up? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, that old chestnut and then send it back. <laughs> Is that a thing that people Everybody do? Everybody does that. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, that was Kiss of War, a no, game that is It sure kisses. as fuck was. <laughs> it's kisses and war, but also none of those things. Yeah. It doesn't do anything well. Nope. It's bad. It's a bad game. It's advertised <laughs> yeah. as a bad game. It objectifies we... poor World War waifus and- Yeah. Just fuck it. Just don't play the game. Fuck that game. Just don't play it. Don't 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 support that stuff. Don't do it. Nope. All right, cowboy. What about our next game? Our second contender in today's matchup is Azur Lane, made by your and my favorite Hong Kong-based Chinese developer, YoStar Limited. It sits at number seven in the top grossing mobile games on Android, with over one million suckers to date. This is a neckbeard-nabbing mobile masterpiece that is all about the ideal world where all of your favorite naval-class battlecruisers and aircraft carriers are in actuality big-titty anime hotties. That's right, they're literally objectified into objects. It's a dream come true for any people who have weird-ass dreams, I guess. You'll once again play as the Commander, building dozens of different short-skirted submissive submarines and bikini-clad buxom bombers, with very little armor plating if you catch my drift. Then, you'll send these two-ton waifu warships out to establish seaside supremacy by facing off in a side-scrolling bullet-hell gameplay fighting its actual metal ships, which is kinda weird. They don't even make the girls look like boats. Nope, they're just ten-story anime girls engaging in high-body-count naval battles. I mean, you'll even outfit them with 20mm anti-air cannons and F-2A Buffalo fighter jets. I mean, that's stunningly accurate warfare weaponry that you'll just be retrofitting to these massive mammary Japanime babes. If you downloaded this game, then delusions are probably not an issue for you. So you'll actually enjoy all the complex, overwhelming systems this game has to offer. And you'll put time into building your relationships in the hopes that you'll have relations with these ships. 
And you'll probably drop real-life money outfitting these vixen vessels with new skins that'll show off their huge twin cannons and large round sterns. Haha, loophole! I gotta go to the brig anyways? Well, shit. Okay, yeah, so, I mean, the whole premise of this game is technically they're ships. They, they take World War II ships, maybe beyond, I don't even know anymore at this point. They take warships yeah. and then they personify them with an anime character mm -hmm. so right. you're speaking to the fucking oklahoma or the massachusetts actual, or the I, mm -hmm. prince actual ships the long island or the long island the... or stuff yeah yeah so yeah it's actual ships that have been personified into anime babes yeah um, the, the characters have descriptions too that say that they're actual ships they're like yes. this is a warship and i'm like it's a it's a warship it Looks, yeah. looks like an anime girl to me. <laughs> You're looking at this woman who has her tits hanging out, yeah. and she's like, I was a warship who was first launched in 1938 yeah. a bit to of the shit. German advance mm -hmm. of- It makes yeah, no it, sense. Yeah, so, it doesn't. No, the, the entire premise is totally fucking wackadoo, but- Okay, I'll, I'll give it to Azure Lane or anime in general because anime takes absolutely bonkers, outrageous ideas yeah. and makes them mm -hmm. entertaining and fun to watch. So it's not, sure out of the, it's not out of the realm of anime for something this outrageous to happen. Um, when I first saw that at the surface, I was like, that's, that's actually funny. I mean- Fuck it, it's funny. Like make yeah. warships into anime girls. This this might be this might be entertaining. Um, right, that was the whole reason we chose this game. Yeah, in the first place. Yeah, because you'll see the artwork. You'll see the you'll see the anime girl, and she'll be surrounded with vaguely ship-like objects, like an aircraft carrier uh, runway mm -hmm. or so, a cannon next to her, like things like that. Like they tie in ship parts around. The anime girl to, I guess, really tie together that it's a ship personified. Yeah. They they duct tape uh, an anti-air gun to the side of her head or something. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It, it, is that, it is that ridiculous. And the gameplay flows into as if they are ships as well. But also people. It's it's weird. They it's talk to you. Weird. It's weird. The they ships talk to you. have conversations with you. Yes. So that's one thing. That Azure Lane does that Kiss of War did not. Kiss of War gave you one mission to tease you that there was an actual story and then it fucking drops it flat <laughs> after like 20 minutes. Uh, Azure Lane, if you go through the events or you go through the countless screens you have to click through to find shit. Oh my God. Yeah, you run into Thanks actual story. So much. You run into actual story. I, I found more than one. Like I, I, yeah. I was probably hit with a dozen different actual like story segments as I was playing this game. And um, the actual story segments themselves are just very reminiscent of an anime. And did, did you actually pay attention to them? I did. Okay, uh, I knew you it's, did. It's all, it's all fluff. You know the parts of anime where everyone's sitting around and slowly talking and happy and tilting their heads at each other and talking about good food and stuff like that? Mm -hmm. That is 100% of Azure Lane's story. Yeah, it's, anime is one of those weird things where they just get away with just non-plot-driven dialogue for yeah. I don't mm -hmm. know most most of the show or whatever you're watching. It's it's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, so the filler episodes of your favorite anime, that's all Azure Lane that's is all. as far as <laughs> as far as story elements are concerned. Like what what is it? Does the commander have a brain tumor and he's just seeing these <laughs> world-class vessels like he's hallucinating? hallucinating. <laughs> all the boats around him. 
just just the commander out on the dock, like walking next to just a battle cruiser. Oh, commander's out there again. Is he is he flirting with the the ship? Yeah, he's uh, he's flirting with the ship again. Oh, look at the hole on Norfolk. Mm. <laughs> he's he's blushing and 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 saying, "Oh, oh, stop, you." It's kind of like almost like aliens came down and they looked at the way that some men talk about like their cars oh. <laughs> and they're like oh yeah she's a beaut look at the rear end on her yeah and then they're like oh humans are sexually attracted to machinery vehicles and machinery yeah. in general you know what they would be really attracted to ships yeah it's like gone in 60 seconds when all of the cars have girl names and they're like you know, yeah <laughs> yep yeah so yep. the humans like uh, like to personify. Do, do they sleep with them? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't watch long enough. I was creeped out. <laughs> mm. So on that note, yeah. In Azure Lane, I don't think there's actual uh, hanky-panky yoo-hoo, woo-hoo time, but there is a there, relationship system yeah. that you slowly build, and you can wife mm-hmm. up your you boat wife. You can. I uh, mean, when it... When it comes to marrying objects, I mean, so, sorry if uh, you you identify this, but neck beards are known for marrying objects, so mm-hmm. that that makes sense for for this kind of game. Hmm, is You're that offensive? Like... <laughs> is it? I mean, I can only grow a beard on my neck, so I think I'm allowed to say it. <laughs> you know, oh my god, I think I'm in the same boat too. <laughs> That's why I've never had a beard. I'm a recovering neck beard. I can tell you right now. Oh my god. I had those tendencies, but the the delusions of it, like you know, marrying your waifu pillow, marrying your your doll that you buy, guys that marry their cars and their hula dolls. I'd classify all of them as neckbeards. Mm. Let's talk about the actual uh, gameplay of Azure Lane, uh, because I mean, Kiss of War gameplay was almost non-existent. You click and you wait. Right. You click and you yeah. wait. You click and you wait. Fuck that. Uh, Azure Lane actually has gameplay. Uh, it, it it there's a fun bullet hell mechanic to it that gets actually mm-hmm. pretty intensely hard in later stages of the campaign. It really does. Uh, it's a, a lot of it's dependent on the actual level of your waifu ships as opposed to uh, player skill. But right. it does get pretty hard. And I I cheated a little bit with Azure Lane. I played it on PC with the Bluestack emulator. Uh, so I was able to play it with a uh, keyboard and mouse. I wasn't playing it on an actual phone. And through that interface, I actually found it kind of fun to play. Uh, you guys both played on just regular mobile, right? Yeah. Yeah. How did it feel on that? It's fine. Good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was fine. It was, I mean, there wasn't a lot to do, right? It was a general mobile game. Yeah. You move with your left thumb, you click buttons with your right thumb, and you just you dodge and you shoot and you murder. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm pretty good at those games. And I think I, out of the three of us, play mobile games the most often. Sounds... I don't think any either of you would consider yourself a mobile gamer. Not me. Is that right? No. No. Yeah, not, not at me. all. Yeah. I I play mobile games like three times a week. I would say. Okay. Like in general, um, they're usually different games because eventually you figure out what the game is and you give up. But um, the same was true with this game. Like I played it for two weeks simply because we had to play it for two weeks for the episode. Uh, I don't think I would have played it for more than a couple days other than that. But 
Um, yeah, it was standard mobile game gameplay. There wasn't there wasn't anything special about it from that perspective. Well, see, here's the thing: the whole even on as a full PC game, the the whole thing was busy. There mm-hmm. were so <clears throat> many fucking buttons, tiny buttons everywhere. And like on mobile, that's even worse because I swear you could click a button to get into the character and then you could click a stat of theirs and their stat would have a tiny button you can click to know what it does. Then you can click that button to know what that does. Like it was just endless. You can get lost in the menus. You can get so lost and there's so much to this game. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed none of it. I enjoyed zero of it. I didn't enjoy the gameplay. I didn't enjoy all the things they tried to give to me. I, I just tossed it all in the garbage. I literally just turned the whole thing over and black, mm-hmm. just top of the trash. Like that little plate meme that I've been seeing go yeah. around. Like that is what I did to all the things they offered me. Because I, I told you guys, and I was cynical at first because I hate these styles of gameplay, and I'm going to stick to it. I I was able to... Begin the battle, and uh, the game shoots for you. When when your anime girl ship is sailing around, you you don't actually like push the button to fire your main cannons. They just shoot. You just got to move. At least initially, I think you guys got to later a bunch of power ups. You but, you you trigger your specials and you aim and, and do stuff with your specials. But the actual yeah. like regular shooting is is an auto shoot. Yeah. It's all mm-hmm. auto shoot. So, I mean, you could then say it's, it's a bullet hell. So just avoid the bullets and the game will shoot for you so you can concentrate. Yep. But the thing was, it was so easy that I just, I would start the match and my uh, ships would tank the entire match. I could walk away. My auto cannons mm-hmm. would do the match for me. And that was manual mode. There's a button you can click to engage automatic mode so that it moves for you. It's like this game doesn't even want you to play it. It just wants you to collect anime girls. Like It's like, yeah, here's some gameplay to technically make this a game to get the FCC or something off our backs. But like, don't worry about that. So I I, I hated it. Hated, hated it. That's fair, man. I, so, I mean, (laughs) uh, truth time, I did have a little bit of fun with the gameplay. I liked the leveling mechanic. I liked... Uh, outfitting each ship with different weaponry that actually did behave differently. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a way to like upgrade your ships to like limit break them by taking copies of ships you have and trashing them and applying them to your ship that you want. Like there's there's things like that that I thought were actually uh, legitimately at least engaging. That's what kind of kept me playing. I will say that I'm glad that I played this on computer, which is primarily late at night when my family was sleeping. <laughs> I could not play this game in public. Right. No way. This it it, it was so embarrassing <laughs> mm-hmm. to play. It was, and I'm not I'm not just shitting on this like style, like oh anime girls, woo anime. Not not that I anime's fucking cool. Um, I I'm saying it was embarrassing because of how sexualized each of the women are and what was happening on the screen uh when my wife would walk in while i was playing she would always make fun of me and (laughs) she'd walk in she'd make fun of me and like you know this is for the podcast right (laughs) she wasn't worried about you leaving her for a uh aircraft carrier (laughs) no no (laughs) good but uh that is 
I, I found this game intensely embarrassing to play. And that yeah. was my major hurdle with it in the beginning. Yeah. So when you're talking about the the anime babes and the embarrassment and how just gross it is, I feel well, like there's an elephant in the room. Yeah, I mean, there's a very big difference between the women uh-huh. of Kiss of War and the women of Azure Lane. There certainly is. Now, again, I would have had zero problems with this game actually if they were all boats. Like, okay, okay, listeners, look them up. Uh, look up Azure Lane, um, Norfolk. Let's let's think of some of the ones that were like regular ships. Oh, I don't remember. Uh, Chicago, names. Chicago, Oklahoma. Like, look up, look up Azure Lane, and then names of capital cities. <laughs> and <laughs> what you'll find are, I mean, it's what you expect: scantily clad anime babes with mm-hmm. that are very curvy and all that. If all of the ships, all of the anime women in this game were like that, I'd have no problem with it, really, right. because the game sells it what it is. It's it's anime. It's it's big boobed anime women and. They they didn't try to hide that. That's the type of game it is. And if it was all just like that, I would have had zero problem with this game because it's an adult game for adults. Mm-hmm. Azure Lane doesn't just leave it at that, though. As you go and collect more ships, the girls transition from very adult-looking anime babes to younger but full-bodied. And then younger and bigger heads and flat chests all the way to literal children like we're, we're yeah. not exaggerating we're not saying because there are styles of anime that draw adults basically right, right? W- without without uh accentuated curves or or, or body uh like chibi style and all yeah, that like other chibi's, stuff like chibi's it's just that. small yes. but that's not what this was no it was not it was literal children and i saw that i was like do they just represent small ships and stuff and on the surface i think they do but it's not okay because they yeah they put these they put these same literal children uh next to these um scantily clad scantily clad anime babes and they treat Mm -hmm. the children the exact same way right you can't separate the two you cannot. There's no difference them. in mechanics. There's no right? difference in mechanics. You well, can. There's a relation. It's the, the, the same. Yeah. Well, it's the same relationship system with these mm-hmm. little kids. Uh, they change it from wife to ship girl. If you try to like marry them, that's fucking gross. It's a loophole. Wait, they, that's a you, thing they do. Yes. So, uh, with any adult-looking character, even the even the the, the borderline ones. Mm-hmm. The relationship system, you can marry these girls. Yeah. Even the obviously underage girls. The only ones that they change would be the ones that are literally like seven. It's the same relationship system. You still that, give them promise rings and all this creepy shit. That but they just change the name of ship girl. They practically acknowledge it with that. I mean, right. they, they were literally like, oh, we, we, we got we to gotta switch this out. They're not even oblivious to it. They no, know. They know. They know. And they don't omit it. Like it, if if it was a child character, it would be weird in this type of game. But if it was a child character that was totally exempt from relationship stuff and had some sort no. of other role, it would be weird. 
but I could I could see that slide. But they but, sexualize and allow you to have relation in game relationships with literal children, and it's well, so fucked up. And they present them in the same way. Uh, let's say yeah. the, the way that they're drawn even is in the same style. The, the same outfits. Style. Mm-hmm. You could see the outfits being applied to any of the fully grown women because it's 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 short. It shows in the same way. Mm-hmm. I, I'm tr- I'm trying to say this in a way of they 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 tried to make them not scantily clad, but to, in the same vein. They tried to put them in the same class as the other ones, and they tried to have their cake and eat it too by getting away with it by changing small tweaks to like what it's called. But it's yep. it's obvious and. I even I was like trying to say because when I first saw this and they brought it to me, um, I I kind of said, well, I mean that that's something that kind of you see sometimes in anime and it's it's bullshit, and uh, but I, I was trying to say that this wasn't unusual, um, and that I've seen it, but that doesn't really excuse anything that it's not unusual. It's regardless, it's it's still awful. The, you, you can't excuse it by saying this is just the way they draw them. I mean, it, they basically in themselves acknowledge what they have done by changing some of the aspects of these ships, making them different. These are not just drawn smaller. They are acknowledging, hey, we pretty much drew children for you to ogle mm-hmm. and uh, we're getting away with it. We don't give a shit. And yeah. It's bullshit. Anybody who does this, any game who does this and tries to get behind that excuse of, Oh, it's not a little girl. It's a two hundred year old dragon lady, and that's just what her body looks like. <laughs> no, you that's know? bullshit. It's always it's bullshit. bullshit, right? And the fact that this is what did you say number seven? Number seven on the Android Play Store is just disgusting. Like I don't know if all of those people just haven't gotten to that point, or if all of those people are just literal pedophiles or or what. But that's that's just fucking disgusting. I don't think that this game should exist. Because of that one little thing. Yep. And it's not a little thing. It's it's a bunch of little things. And they're children. It, and it, it's bad. Even even if like they don't care or don't notice, the fact that they become jaded to it uh, is even in mm-hmm. a little way. I, I wasn't as surprised as you guys because I think I've encountered this kind of stuff more. And, uh, you know, you guys made a good point that I didn't realize that being jaded to this is as bad as um, being actively like uh, engaged in it or like interested yeah. in it. Like, yeah. Why? Why even bother? It, it, if it's not for that point, then why why even do that? Yep. Right. This game straight up tries to normalize sexualization of children. Just straight up. And it's not just because there's kid characters next to the adults, not just because the kid characters are subject to the same relationship system as the adults. There's a lot of these children characters that are drawn and and sexualized, like with upskirts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's one character that's that when I see it, it, it fucks me up. Uh, the girl looks like she's crying and what? she's trying to hide her privates and... Uh, Jesus. You, you get pretty much an upskirt of this crying little girl, and it, it makes me fucking sick, dude. I'm glad when I, I first started this one. game, I was just like, "Yeah, cool, cool anime girl pervy game with cool mechanics. This right. is actually kind of fun." And a few hours in, when these characters started popping up, I was fucking disgusted. It right, it ruins everything about this game. It normalizes sexualization of minors, and yeah, it should not exist. You're right. Which which. Isn't even in this. This is something that is starting to needing to be addressed. Uh, if you guys heard about the controversy with Cuties, the movie, 
that yep. came out on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Which tried to say in itself, well, you know, it's it's about that. But then tons of people came back. Even I was one of those people that was like, um, I was like, well, it's addressing the issue. You know, they're, they're staring the problem in their face. But then a couple of videos came back saying, look at the way they filmed this and tell me that they had to do that to film it in that grotesque and gratuitous kind of way mm-hmm. to get uh-huh. across their point. And they were like, and the people who made the promotional posters of them in, in like erotic positions, this eight, nine year old, I don't know what age, in erotic positions in a dance troupe, they're like, they didn't need to do that to get their point across. They just thought it was okay. And it's not. Right. So I, I jumped on the bandwagon once it got explained to me because I mm, wasn't. Impressed. Yeah. It's like. And this shit is true in all media. Uh-huh. Like I used to work at a movie theater, right? Mm-hmm. And we had all of those high school movies come out. High school musical came out while I was working there. And the amount of middle aged men who came in by themselves to watch this movie about high schoolers dancing and singing oh my God. was just ridiculous. <laughs> and all of the other ones were like teenage girls, like 13, 14, 15-year-old girls who came in to watch the cute high school boy singing, who is really like 28. You're right. Yeah. That's something they don't- They don't know. They need to figure out because that's just disgusting. They're taking- They're saying, hey, this person is underage, but they look like a full-grown man or woman- it's just disgusting. Yep. It's all disgusting. Media is disgusting. What the fuck are we doing as a species? Yeah. I didn't even want to jump on a soapbox or anything, but it's it's hard not to with this. It's hard. Like, it's you see it. It's obvious. So, yeah, that was a fun thing to encounter while playing this game. Yeah, man. Yeah. What would you guys think of the gameplay? God <laughs> <Shit>. damn. <laughs> it, uh, and it sucks, too, man. Like, when we, when we first came up with this idea we thought it was going to be fun we thought we were just going to find actual fun adult waifu games and (laughs) we thought it was going to be a good time we thought it was going to be a good time and then we found out that we feel like we were uncovering like injustices in society a week and a half in and shady practices (laughs) what the fuck have we done what the fuck have we done like we're we're six episodes in and we're already like we found some dark alley and <laughs> yep. somebody just fucking took our money and s- fucking stabbed us like it feels so dirty to be where we are right now mm-hmm. and that was azure lane <laughs> <laughs> the game Fuck that, that game. you shouldn't play ever worse than sleep number <laughs> <laughs> yep i would rather buy a hundred sleep numbers than play this game again mm-hmm and if you don't understand, like, wait till you become a dad or a decent human being, mm-hmm. you know? I, I have two daughters. I have two daughters, and this game, I can't. I just can't. I don't yeah. understand. I literally don't understand how this is allowed Yep. in this world, not just America, in any country, in any continent, in any timeline, in any world. This is disgusting. Yeah, it sure is. Now we know what's good, what's bad, and what is a fucking travesty about each game. And as always, our contenders will be awarded trophies based on three categories, including disgracefulness, bullshit practices, and just overall shittiness. (laughs) No, uh, art, game design, and fun factor. And then with those in mind, we'll go and crown an ultimate victor for tonight's battle. That's right, folks. No interruption this time. Uh, Three trophies, two games. You know the deal. Uh, I'm up first. With the I'm art so trophy. <laughs> no interruptions. Right to it. 
It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> oh my God, you're right. <laughs> I think people, I, I think they checked out for this episode. Okay. They're staying away. They don't want to oh, yeah, touch yeah. this. Yeah, we, no. we, we dropped that bomb and like, ain't nobody knocking on our door. <laughs> Not this time. <laughs> We've been quarantined. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here we go. Let's give them a trophy. Uh, all right. Both games feature a unique batch of waifus ready for collecting like your favorite Pokemon. Kiss of War went with a realistic, adult approach to theirs, while Azure Lane took a traditional anime style with over 400 waifus, ranging from normal, sexy adult to a goddamn child. Azure Lane technically has better art, actual storylines, and as cringy as it may be, a legitimately good anime-inspired music. If it wasn't for creepily drawn children characters, it probably would have won. And that's why this week I'm giving my art trophy to Carto. It's on Xbox Game Pass. It features a cool female protagonist that moves the world around uh, like puzzle pieces. That has a cute story and has a cute art style right out of your favorite children's book. Just play that this week. Congratulations, Carto. Yay. I didn't even know you could do that. (laughs) Yay. I'll go next with the fun trophy. As someone who unironically enjoys mobile games... I was actually really excited to play these games. After many hours of grinding, no pun intended, unlocking waifus and battling enemy forces, I came to a decision on which game takes the fun trophy. For its replayability, tight controls, and impressive speedrunning community, the fun trophy goes to Celeste. (laughs) Also available on Game Pass. Go check it out. Yay. Yay. Wow. Okay, couple of cop-outs. Well, I guess I ain't no prude like these boys. While I did hate the shady practices and predatory systems that uh, masqueraded as gameplay in both these titles, there was one game that I can respect for not being afraid to intertwine the raw sexuality of its female characters into the gameplay. With stunning scenes, enticing story, and gameplay that presses all the buttons, I'm going to have to give the gameplay trophy to Bayonetta, because despite being suggestive as hell, she always does it with self-agency, self-awareness, and uh, she's just badass. So, how can you deny it? The uh, gameplay trophy is going to Bayonetta. Go check that out. It's not on Game Pass, but I think it's like $5 on Steam right now, 75% off, so worth it. Yeah, Bayonetta's badass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she is. Or check her out on Smash, I guess. (laughs) Oh, that's Uh, right. She's in Smash Brothers. I forgot. She is one of my favorite characters in Smash. Yeah, she plays really well. I haven't played any of the like the new rollouts. I haven't played the cloud. I, I was like around when Sonic got added. So it'd Wii, be cool to right? check out all the new stuff. Yeah. Those were the trophies for today's showdown, which shows you where each game excels, or doesn't in these cases. But now it's time to cast our vote for the final winner of most shameful waifu war game you must hide from society. I'll go first. Uh fuck these games. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'll go next, and I will give the vote to nobody, because this was a waste of time, and I hate my life. Cowboy. I am going to actually be contrarian here. I think this was uh, a very useful amount of our time. However, I will concede, fuck these games. I do agree with that point. So fuck these games. There you have it. Tonight's winner is fuck these games. It's fuck these games. Fuck these games. <laughs> fuck these games. Fuck Play em. the fucking music. Play the fucking music. Bam. 
All right, that is another podcast in the bucket. That's where we keep our excellent podcasts when we're done with them, in the podcast bucket. Another pigeon in the hole. Amazing episode, guys, really. Uh, firm yeah. handshakes all around. High Thanks. fives. All right, here it is. Did you hear it? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, reach across the table. Hold hey, on, yep. straight. All right. All right. That's a little too firm. All right, That's and uh, feel said. free to join the bucket in social media. Go ahead and check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever social media exists. We're probably on it. We're head to We're head pod. Baby. Uh, also, check us out on email because that's a thing that you can check out. Check them out on email. Yeah. Check <laughs> out go to our, our email, email and check us out. Oh, go to our website, head headtoheadpod.com. Or h2hpod.com. Either one will take you to our website. Any combination of those the... words. Yeah. Yeah. Go to the Ask Us Anything or AMA section. Please. And do. you can ask us a question directly through our website. You can be funny with it, whatever you want. But just please, we're lonely. We've been playing too many waifu games and we realize yep. we're lonely. We're dying right. for human contact. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to thank Metroid Mike for the use of our theme song, I Can't Break, off of his album, Heart of the Juggernaut. You can mm. find that tasty chiptune goodness on Bandcamp. Mm. You can buy it there. You can listen to it on Spotify. Uh, hit up Metroid Mike on Twitter, too. He's a cool dude, and he will talk to you. That's uh, M-E-T-R-O-Y-D-M-Y-K. And I'm so sorry that your music was used for this episode, dude. I'm sorry. Yep. My apologies. <laughs> we'll do better next We're time. dropped. All our sponsors are dropping us. Oh, no. He's like, uh, never mind. Yeesh. And uh, catch myself, Cowboy, on Twitter. I am legit lonely on there, so come talk to me. Uh, you can make fun of me. You can send me pictures. Do whatever. I'm on there. I'm being hilarious. I'm having a great time. So get at me on our Twitter. Also, if you are listening to this, and you are. I know you are. Sh mm -hmm. it, share this with people. If you like it, again, share this. We are a fetus of a podcast. We are small. We need your help to grow. Yeah. So if you think anybody can enjoy this, help us uh, out, this indie podcast, to get around. We do this for free. We just want to make people laugh. And if you do too, then shell our shit, please. <laughs> We are a fetus, and you must feed us. We, must we feed are us. a fetus, and we must feed us. <laughs> uh, rate, subscribe, follow, smash that like button, all those things that actually ring matter. That ring that bell. Uh, ring my bell. <laughs> no. No, but but literally, those, thing, those things help, so please- Literally ring my bell. <laughs> I have a bell, and you must ring it. Figuratively. Just grab my bell and ring that bitch. Metaphorically. Oh, my God. Subscribe to my <laughs> weekly nudes letter that's going Ow. out. <laughs> Ow. No, uh, it, it takes you no time at all. And uh, so hit follow, hit all those buttons, hit every button you see because it helps us in some way and it costs you nothing. It costs you nothing. nothing. Come on. Why literally you doing it? You're so selfish. Why would you do this to us? And thank you guys for listening so much. We appreciate you <laughs> We immensely. love you guys so much. We love you so much. You. Never leave us. You know what will happen ever. if you do. If you leave we... me, I will be sad. I thought that was going to get dark. Okay. I'm glad it was just <laughs> yeah. that. I Jesus wanted that Christ. to get dark. <laughs> and I need you guys to do one more thing for me. Get the fuck out of here. Good night, everybody. Good night. Or morning. That's my line. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Afternoon. <laughs> <laughs>
sir, the lounge is ready. Shall I send in the leftovers from the potluck? Oh yeah, there's nothing better than a pile of badly cooked potluck food to get my heart pumping. I'm gonna be here late, and the Blood Sports Arena is closed this week, so the only way I have to work out all this rage is by listening to the head-to-head those numbskulls set up for the fighting games we scheduled. I'm not expecting much, but the unavoidable death and destruction from two fighting games battling for dominance will definitely fill the void for now. Yes, man. Close the door. It's gonna get ugly in here. Yes, sir. Good evening, sir. Enjoy the show. Ugh, just hurry up before I throw you- Out a window, sir. Uh, yeah. Hey, is that getting old? Sorry, I'll I'll find a new way to threaten your life next time. Very good, sir. Good night. Wait, what the hell is this? Waifu War Games? Yeah, I need to look these games up. Ugh. Oh. Oh, Oh, what do we have here? Oh, they got the whole package. So many options. Look at those full chests, packed to the brim with expensive gems and collectibles. Yes, man. Cancel my appointment through tomorrow, and bring me your credit card. This game's about to discover a whole new type of whale. (laughs) 